0: The last word with Matt Cooper.
1: Today FM, it all happens here. Today
0: FM Our next item is expected to apply to about three quarters of a million workers. We're joined by Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, because it seems we're a step closer to the so-called auto enrolment pension system. First of all, Charlie, how many people in work in Ireland is it reckoned are without a pension?
1: Well, uh, close to a million people, Matt, would no, would have no pension other than the state pension. So they don't have an occupational pension or a private pension. And and this new scheme will apply to about, to most of those, 750,000 of them. So, you know, and, and obviously, Matt, most of those people who don't have a pension outside the state pension, they're in the private sector. You know, about 65% of those in the private sector have no pension provision in place. So they b- will be depending on the state pension
0: so what's been suggested, though? Is it effectively a way for them to self-finance their own pension entitlements when they retire?
1: Yeah, Matt, this scheme that's been talked about for a very long time, 15 years, I think goes back to the, 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 the late Seamus Brennan, who was Minister for Social Protection back in uh, 2007. Uh, he committed to this scheme. It's called auto-enrolment. So um, if you're, you know, between 20 and uh, 60 years of age, if you earn more than 20,000 euros and less than 80,000. And you're not already in a pension. It only applies if you're not already in, in a, a a works or an occupational pension or a private pension. You will automatically have to be enrolled into this by your employer. Uh, you know, if your employer is not providing you with a pension, they will be mandated to, to, to put you into this scheme. And the, the essence of it is, Matt, that, it, you know, you, you'll put some money into it. That'll be matched by your employer and the state then will give it a top up. It's a similar kind of top up to the way the old SSIA's worked and that was very successful. For every 1 euro you put in, you know, for every uh, 3 euros you put in, the state tops it up by 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 um uh, 3 euros. So um it's, it, it it it's it's a way just making sure that that people are automatically saving. A way of thinking of it, Matt is, supposing you put in 3 euros, Between your employer and the state, another seven will be put in. So, you know, you get a pension pot of 10 euros building up there, but it's only cost you three euros. Um, This this model has been seen very successful all around the world. We're one of the very few not to have such a scheme. And it it does really work in terms of getting people enrolled into pensions because you have to actively decide to get out of it to com- okay. come out of it
0: but Will com- companies be compelled to get involved in this because some of them argue that they can't afford it and if they do get involved is it a company operated pension scheme or is it a state one?
1: Yeah, Matt, you know, there's a lot of company people not happy. Now, to be fair, all the business organizations have, have always welcomed this scheme and th- think it's a good idea. But I have a lot of individuals on to me who are not happy. I- you know, employees who are saying, look, bad time to do this. You know, we're, we're, the cost of living is, is a nightmare. And employers saying, look, this is just going to be another cost for us and administration. But, you know, if if your company doesn't provide you with a pension, it's on. It's on the employer. Basically, the, the, it falls on the employer to provide you, you, you to put you into this. You'll you'll automatically be enrolled into it anyway, and the employer can't get out of it. So, you know, it it, it and it's going to start off very slowly. So it won't start till twenty twenty four for a start. So that's you know, it's the year after next. And initially, you know, the the, the contributions will be low for the first three years. It'll be one and a half percent of your salary that you put in as an employee and then your employer would match that amount so it it, and and, you know and then over time then it'll gradually build up where there's you know up to six percent going in Uh, And and, and, and that gets matched by the employer. Do you
0: think are people going to treat this as another form of taxation in the way that, yes, there are benefits for PRSI payments, but that people tend to regard it as being another form of taxation on top of their PAYE and USC, even if they shouldn't necessarily see it that way?
1: I think you're right, Matt. I think some people will see it like that, even though, you know, this is a, the idea of this scheme is to make sure that people are properly provided for in retirement because we're going to have a hell of a lot more pensioners in the next couple of years. People are living longer, that costs more. You know, the state pension might be relatively g- generous at the moment, but will it stay like that? Um, so, you know, the the, 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 the Some people, though, will just say, look, hold on, you know, I'm, I'm pretty very, very tight financially as it is. This is just another cost I'll have to bear. But the thing about it is, particularly for employers and employees, a long leading time is being given on this one. People know it's coming. Okay. And, you know, the idea is to kind of, you know, to make sure that it's a saving scheme. People have to see it like that. Well, there's you know, the Australian- loads of questions
0: coming in, Charlie. That This is really catching the imagination of listeners. What's the difference between this mandatory pension and the mandatory PRSI that we already have to pay into? Uh, saying, is this just another tax? Will people still get their state pension via the PRSI? And is this something on top of it? Or does it replace it?
1: No, it's, it, it, it's the state pension will remain, as the minister uh, for social protection, Heather Humphrey, says the bedrock of the system. So that, that won't change. Uh, you know, the, you, so you get you, this is on top of your state pension. It's to give you a kind of top up or, you know, more generous provision so that you're not solely relying on the state pension. Yeah, because uh, so, the listener
0: so, says, well, let's mean the PRSI tax, as they describe it, only goes to play unemployment benefits. No, it won't. The PRSI will still be used to pay pensions, but this is an additional top up. Another one says, if you already have a small pension starter privately, can you do this as well?
1: Uh, I don't think you would be able to do both, Matt. Um, you know, you, you, you could, you, I, there, there probably be, will be an arrangement where you could fold maybe the, you know, the, 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 the private one into this new scheme if you think it's a better bet, you know. Um, so, you know, there will be options for people. There's a lot of detail like that that has to be ironed yeah, out. Yeah,
0: because here's another one. What about if you have a private pension but your employer does not contribute? Would your employer be then obliged to contribute to your existing private pension?
1: Well, the employer will have to look at that because they're now going to be required to, to, to uh, uh, contribute to, to this new scheme. So, you know, the employer will probably decide, well, you know, whichever one they will need to contribute to. It's essentially forcing the employer to make some contribution. Yeah, that's certainly the case there. So something I'll have to give on that one, Matt.
0: Another one says, will this be a scheme that self-employed people can utilise?
1: Yeah, I, I, th- th- that's an unclear one. And, and there's some detail to be worked out on that, I, you know. Um I, i'm not sure about that that, that, that that that's ironed out as yet and um, self-employed d- tend to d- do their own pension provision because you know they, they they make a tax return they can they they have to make you know submit their own tax returns and they can they can offset some of the tax by putting money into the pension so it's not seen as a priority for those so much as as more that the, 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 the employee as, as such
0: Although another listener says the employer will only reduce this amount of money from the hourly rate it gives to the employee's.
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's That's a fear, you know, So, you know, a, there, and you're talking about people who are p- poorly paid here, a lot of them as well, you know, there is a fear that the, 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 some of that kind of thing could be done, you know, um, uh, but, you know, it'll take some policing, and and, and and but it has worked, as I say, it's worked well in other countries, so, you know, I, I, I think people should give it a chance and see it as uh, for what it is, it's an attempt to provide for people in their retirement.
0: Irene says it's totally different from PRSI in that you'll get back in proportion to what you pay in with PRSI. What has contributed has no impact on what you receive. Okay, there's so many coming in, we might actually have to give this another mention when you're back with us on Wednesday for your weekly money spot. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. We'll be back with the five five after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper.
1: Weekdays from 4.30. Today, F-